27-17 to the Bengals. This is episode 69. I would normally say nice, um, but it doesn't really feel appropriate. Um, you joined as always by me, Simon with Stanley and the three co-hosts, Rich Citro, Gavin Marshall and Dave Hart. How are you doing, guys? All right. Def- definite, definitely, desperately still trying to hold up the sky, but it feels like it's falling. I don't yeah. know. How do you guys feel? Just a little bit. <laughs> it's a crash. <laughs> it's it's crap. <laughs> I'm just so glad I didn't stay up last night. I had to work early this morning, so I thought, well, I'm not going to stay up late and make myself even more tired when I'm getting up at like five, six in the morning. And I feel fresh as a daisy, and I'm not depressed. Well, I'm depressed, but I'm not. As, you know, I'm, at least I'm awake and you know feeling human for this. I, I'm going to be interested to see how you feel, Dave, because watching it live, it was like it was like that gif of the like the garbage truck on fire, like just floating down the the flooded river like that's just it was yeah. just a complete mess and uh, it was a collapse yeah wasn't it it's was like an unoffensive collapse, collapse. the likes of which I, I i'm not sure i've seen I, I i've been trying to think i don't ever feel like i've seen such a collapse i feel like you know they've had inept before or or just not going anywhere but this just felt like everything was failing there was nowhere to turn there was no answers there was no hope I didn't awful. think it, and we kind of thought that a couple of weeks, like the last for the last couple of weeks, right? But this was somehow worse. Like, like I don't know. I thought we thought it was going to get better, right? Even if it didn't maybe fully turn all the way around, we thought it was at least going to improve or adjustments would be made, right? That's what we said this week. We said this might be a get right game, mm. and and it, yeah, just a complete collapse. But uh, listen, right before we get too deep into it, I, w- I want to say, right? So we're recording this on Tuesday, right? So this is literally the the day after the game. You know, Dave's been working all day. You know, there's, there's not been the usual chance to go back and do the kind of re- reconnaissance mission on the game. Yeah. And it's probably for the, the best. Dissection. Yeah, it's probably for the best. So, listen, we're going to go through, through through the game as we normally do, but uh, I think maybe this is the one we try and keep to the bare minimum. <laughs> and that can be our Christmas gift to the listeners, that they don't have to rehash uh, this game for too, too long. Um, how do people feel about that? Are we going to manage that, or are we going to end up stuck on it for an hour and a half? No, I think we can get through that. I mean, pretty much everything was bad apart from a couple of things. So let's talk about those couple of things and then, you know, move on to the Colts. Okay, let's do it. Um, right, we'll start, we're going to start with the bad because there's one, there's one main bad thing we need to talk about. Was this the worst Ben Roethlisberger game you've ever seen? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Can I get an advance of definitely, Rich? Uh, I don't. I can't say definitely right off the top of my head, but yeah, for sure, it's it's up there. It's 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 right right up there, no doubt. I mean, he he did pick it up better in the second half, but that first half was atrocious. That's probably I, I can say definitely the worst half I've ever seen him play. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm. The problem for me was he felt so hamstrung. It was, I, you know, he's made bad decisions before, bad throws, but this nothing was working, and it just. He did kind of get out, like you say. He did kind of get out of the whole second half, but it wasn't enough. But it wasn't enough to make you forget about that first half. You know, he just no, he, he had us there, right? You know, when he threw that touchdown to DJ and he sort of like stared up at the sky like he does, you almost felt like it was coming back. You know, after <laughs> it felt storybook almost, but it wasn't to be. Um, I, I couldn't believe it when I pulled up Twitter and I, I sent it to the group chat, and Rich was bemused. That uh, I hadn't even searched Ben's name, and that, like five tweets in a row were like bench Ben, you know this dude stinks. These are all Steeler fans, right? So <laughs> I don't know. Are people on the bench Ben train. Someone uh, UK Steelers tweeted out that we should put Mason in. Uh, 
It's like, no, guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I mean, I've had to eat, so... I, I, What's that, Rich? Sorry? Oh, sorry, Dave. I'm no, I didn't want to interrupt Dave. Good. No, um, I, I go into every game expecting at least one or two bonehead plays out of Ben. It's just what he does. You know, he, at some point, you're going to get some bonehead out of him. Hmm. But it's usually backed up by something brilliant or some, you know, the, that sort of basis of his, what makes Ben Ben is still there. Yesterday, or is it today? It was is it today or yesterday. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. It, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Depends where you are. Whatever day it was. Whatever <laughs> it's day Monday, it was. It's Muppet Night Football. Muppet Night Football. Yeah. Today. Well, whatever day it was, that that basis of of Ben wasn't there. He was just left with bonehead Ben, just making bad decisions and making bad bad plays. Apart from maybe one or two, you know. Obviously, the touchdown uh, pass was 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 very good. Um, and and the, the one that um, Chase pulled off down the sideline wasn't really on Ben. That was a play made by by Claypool, obviously. Um, but yeah, other, other than that, it was pretty much bonehead Ben, which. So it leads to sort of feeling pretty much down on him and wondering whether he is is he on the way out potentially is 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 the is it rather than a gradual decline is this the the edge of the cliff that he falls off now that's the big question uh, if you remember we had Nick on in the off season right who kind of made the the crazy argument as as we thought at the time that uh, he would part ways with Ben at the end of the season because of what he's due next year which is like forty million right with the cap issues we face and that was before we even really mm-hmm. knew what they they were going to be. Um, and now that's starting to maybe seem a little bit more reasonable. And Ben said that he wants to he wants to come back next year, and I just don't know where we sit with it all. You know what? What do you do? Well, if he's if he's if he's playing up to his potential, you know his Hall of Fame potential, like we've seen in the past, yeah. then that's why you would think that argument that he made, you know, made was crazy. But yeah, now he's looking like he maybe he's right on, you know. Because he he may have gotten to that point, and that's usually how it happens when you're playing with elite talent all around you. Is when it, when it goes, it goes quick. Like you see it, you see it fast, you know. And maybe that happened. I I don't know for sure. You know, he could have just had a bad game, but you know, the, his lack of vision now is really really apparent. It's very apparent. See, in his early days, I I personally believe, and I've always said it. I never thought he had good vision on the field. Never. That's why he was so good at scrambling and moving around the pocket because he had to. He he learned to do that because he never really had that great vision. So he, and he learned to, to to elongate the play. Now when he had Antonio Brown, it was easy. Antonio Brown was always open. But now that he's older and he and that vision is more important, I think we're seeing that he's missing exactly. Look, he missed Claypool on a on a post pattern that was a touchdown, wide open. Mm-hmm. Just completely missed him. And he's he's been doing it every week. And now it's just more apparent now because of this the type of offense we're running. He's running that that quick, you know, get the ball out of your hands quick offense. So it's it's so it's now more in the limelight that you can see that he's he's quite often not making the right choice. Yeah, and then when you combine that with uh, the accuracy issues which we're seeing and, and the, what looked like arm issues where everything long was underthrown, everything short and intermediate was overthrown and the quick balls were getting tipped and then he's just, you know, throwing picks at left, right and centre or potential picks, you know, turnover-worthy dry, uh, plays. Um, you know, he's starting, I started to think, is this, is, has the arm gone? And is, is and it, you know, they've got two games before the playoffs to turn it around. Um you know, let's hope he can turn it around. Let's 
let's hope, let's hope it was just a bad game. Tweaked his elbow, maybe you know, or he lost maybe a couple of weeks ago, and that's why we see all these arm issues. But if if this is the bend we get for the next for the next two games plus the wild you know wild card round and whatever else, then I don't know. There's something to look at, isn't it? If if there is no comeback from this, yeah. But you got to think there is. Yeah, it's just hard to pinpoint what it is though, because he's he's short, he's to the left, he's to the right. You know, you can't look at it and go, oh, it's arm strength, obviously. Like it's just all over the place. Yeah. You know, there's no, no, no. You can't pinpoint what it is, and it's man, that was that was a rough first half, I'll tell you. Well, hey, we we won eleven games, so something's changed. Something's gone wrong somewhere along the line. Well, teams are adjusting. They're they're adjusting to what we are do, we're doing, and and we don't have the the run game to pull ourselves out of it to help equalize the offense so that now oh you got to respect the run game you know but you know i I like the way snell ran though and and there was one hole he had that was it was the best hole i've seen all year um i think de castro was pulling and 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 villanueva went second level and and de castro kicked out villanueva's guy and he had a huge hole and man he, he and he took advantage of it and i I think I said it before that he's the better back for this offensive line, and it and it's really because he is better at making gains where there is no hole than than Connor is, and I, I really think he needs to be our main back going forward because that's just what we have in this offensive line. Yeah, there was another there was another big gap created when he got the long run in um, the third quarter when when Derwin Gray was in. He he got he got a nice little seal there. I don't I don't know. I thought I thought the run game started to improve when Derwin Gray came in, and but then he went out again and and Hassan was back in and it seemed to sink back down to mediocrity. So I don't know what that was about. Um, yeah. So there were, that, that was one of the, the signs of hope, right? That it, it seemed like the run game had something going on for the first time. Mm. Yeah. I like yeah. Snell, yeah. Better. Uh, Snell's got a role in this team, but you got to wonder what Connor's future is going to be after this year. You know? Not necessarily yeah, I mean, through his own fault, but... Yeah, yeah I, can't, I can't see him being re-signed, to be honest just, with you. Yeah, it's just not. It's just too dinged up, isn't he? That's unfortunate. Just, this is the, the same story every year. He just misses two games. Yeah. It's not durable, unfortunately. As, as good as he is. You know, is he worth paying? If he if he comes, you know, takes a deal, maybe. But is he is he going to want him? Does he want to get paid? Yeah, someone will pay him. Uh, the other thing that concerned yeah. me. Yeah, hey, but first, oh, sorry. Go, on, Rich. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was moving topic. Go on. It's okay, go ahead. Oh, don't fight no, me I was on this, Rich. Say further, further. <laughs> 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 I'll hold this door open longer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rich. I was going to say that uh, further proof that Tomlin watches the shows. Did you see the routes that jo- uh, that uh, Johnson primarily ran? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cross- crossing patterns ends. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, Ben threw behind him on that first yep. one. Yep, just throwing it all over the place. But you know, I, I think I think I think Mike. I know you're listening. Um, <laughs> we can all get together, the five of us. Get together in a room. We'll be six feet apart, so don't worry about COVID. And we'll help you with your issues, man. Just you know, just reach out to us. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they were they were, they tried to play action again as well, didn't they, in the first half? But that again, I, I really don't think Ben. I think that messes up with Ben's timing and everything, and and, and reduces his vision even more because um, 
they went away from that. It's like it's like they try something, doesn't work, go back to plan A. And plan mm-hmm. A is the, it's the quick pass and it's just rely on Ben's army. I think it's just I think it's it's limited in that that's what only what Ben can do, but then it's so reliant on Ben's arm and Ben's vision that if that falters at all, there's nothing left. There's nothing else. It's almost like yeah. this team's too narrow, isn't it? And, you know, a couple of games they've come back when they've been in the hole and Ben's driven them through and that's when he looks like an amazing quarterback. And, yeah. you know, it, it could have, you know, it possibly was, you know, DPI at the end there. Could, that could have extended that drive. Oh. They could have tied the game and, you know, they could have turned it around. But that this that, that's the problem. This team is built on, on that and it, it needs not to be built on Ben doing some magician work at the end of the game. Yes. Well, you know, you and I picked the Steelers to win the Super Bowl. And what did we say? We said, this is all predicated on we got to stay healthy and Ben has to play up to up to his level. That's it. If those two things don't happen, we don't win. And that's that's what's happening now. Yeah. We're, we're busted up really bad, especially on defense and the offensive line. And Ben's not playing well. So that's it. I mean, one and done in the playoffs. That's it. Mm-hmm. End of story. At least there's only three games left. Yeah. I, I I almost wish we could give up this play this playoff game. It's going to be embarrassing, dude. Like, playoffs. <laughs> I'm like, just let Miami in, right, or whoever. Like, <laughs> at least they're frisky. Uh, I don't know. What's what scared me as well was these murder balls Ben was throwing. You know, um, the ju- ones for Juju. Juju, man. yeah, Jeez. never should have got that ball. And the worst part for Juju is that, yeah, you know, all this TikTok stuff's going on for some reason. You know, nobody seemed to care about the TikTok dancing when we were winning 11 games. And of course, this has reared its ugly head now. But, you know, then the narrative became, oh, you know, the teams are upset that, that he's doing this. And that's why he's pointing a target on his back. And I don't know, it just seemed like a good play to me. But now Tomlin's apparently going to speak to him about the TikTok dancing before the game. <laughs> so that's just going to yeah. drive more of a wedge. Um, the one to Ebron as well, right? He was like in triple coverage and he ended up getting injured on that play. Apparently he's okay, but you know that that could have been yeah. bad. There was a few of those. Got to protect protect your players. Yeah, yeah. that's that's bad. I mean, I don't know the the, the Juju one. That, that, they, 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 because this is what Rich was saying. Like they, 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 all the teams have adjusted now. They're expecting those underneath yeah. little yeah. routes, so they're hiding, they're disguising it, and then they're just suddenly dropping dropping back or dropping forward to cover those routes. So so Juju was just lit up, man. It was you can see it. Awful. It, it, and it was so quick, so yeah. quick to get the. And how many times did they show that replay on the game as well? And every yeah. time you grit in your teeth, they must have they must have showed it 15, 20 times. I don't. Know. Is it just me or did Kermit it take bad. some delight in that? You know, I kept seeing him in the booth, Miss Piggy. <laughs> He's not a Juju fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's hey, depressing, man. I, I hope I hope we're not depressing the listeners out because I mean we're all obviously depressed. Um, apart from Dave, who's okay. This is why we've rattled through it, right? We're only 15 minutes in and I'm ready to move on to the defense. This is all time. This, we're in the, this is the 40-minute episode. We're going to go to Dave for his um, assessment on... Wait, did Dave, did you see the Muppets? You didn't watch the game live. No, I didn't. I, oh, no! Well, I, I was trying to watch things in a rush, so I was skipping through all the sort of bits in between plays, so I, I missed all the Muppets stuff. I'm going to have to go back and watch it all now. All right, we're going to have to go yeah, to Rich then. this again. Sorry, Rich. Muppets. Rich, we're going to have to go to so you for I the Muppets. I'm genuinely upset that Dave didn't see the Muppets well, as if that was like well, the main Dave's, thing. Well, I would have thought Dave would be like the guy for the Muppet analysis, but we're going to have to go to Rich. Rich, what do you think of the Muppets? Oh, this is the Muppet Report? <laughs> <laughs> um, we're transitioning to a Muppet report. amazing. I mean, they haven't aged a, a year. <laughs> what, 50 years now? So, yeah, uh, props to the Muppets. 
And you're I not just saying that Muppets. as a Disney. I love the Muppets. You're not just saying that as a Disney employee, right, Rich? <laughs> I'm definitely not a Disney employee. <laughs> there, at times I am, but I'm not a permanent employee. <laughs> <laughs> the one that I did like was when um, Kermit said, uh, "Oh, you know, we're going to play some pigskin," and then Miss Piggy punched him. <laughs> That's some classic old humor. I like that. <laughs> That was more fun yeah, than was, the offensive. It was, it was right? my favorite, my, um, my daughter's favorite part of the whole show. Um, she 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 went, oh my, when the Muppets first came on, and that was her transcript. But she did say that. Uh, I mean, we've all got a shot at, at, at coming up with a remedy. She said she thought that the Steelers needed to run outside more because you don't get any when when everyone's bundled up together. That's what she said, and it might kind of make sense. Why are the Steelers running inside when everyone's bundled up? And then Snell ran outside, and she goes, see. <laughs> it's all so simple when you're eight. Everything's I, easy. I love that she's like offering solutions. This is great, and they're probably more valid than mine. Right, where'd I go? She's got more solutions than Randy Finkner's got, anyway. <laughs> no, Randy Dragfactor. Uh, I saw a lot of like pro Randy stuff actually. Weirdly, in this game, it was almost like people. I don't know where they've been hiding, but like there's a lot of pro Randy people that were coming out saying, "Oh look, look, the problems are Ben and, and the offense and all this other stuff." Randy. When Randy's been in, it's great. I was like, what? We all love Randy now? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's like, you know, he might be stuck, like we said before. You know? He's like, almost, uh, you know, I don't know what you call it. Like, you know, he's 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 at the wheel, but the wheel's not really attached to the steering gear. You know, Ben's, Ben's steering the ship. He's just kind of like here for show. Could be. All these We Love Randy tweets, were these on the We Love Macho Man Randy Savage Twitter page or something? They weren't, they weren't, it wasn't Steelers Twitter you were looking at, was it? <laughs> I might have turned it off by that point. Yeah, fair enough. Um, we, right, we, let's go defence. Um, how did the Bengals score 27 points and throw the ball 13 times? <laughs> Their run game, man. I mean, how did Bernard, you know, Gio Bernard get... To do that kind of game, the mustache man. I mean, yeah, and it's sickening to see Fred Johnson playing left tackle for them, or was it right tackle? Whichever tackle it was, you know, when he was a steeder essentially, in a year when you know um, we need help on the offensive line. There he is, you know, undrafted free agent that we had at training camp last year. He got poached by the Bills, and off he goes. You know what? You know. Rather than playing Hassan now, he's a guard. He could have played guard. You know, it's just mm. a shame to see former Steelers going in, in our time of need. That's why, you know, you don't want to let wave these players and then they turn up and help beat you. Yeah, and then Stefan Wisnowski's out there catching passes for the Chiefs. Exactly. Yeah. And this, you know, I don't, I don't get that. I don't get that why they let him go, really. I know that they, they've got Dotson and I thought, oh, let's, let's leave room for the kid, but you know, good teams need experienced backups. Yeah. Uh, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. It's a, a mistake from Colbert, if you ask me. And let this line get this depleted. I think our biggest issue, though, uh, on, the, on the defensive side of the ball, at least, is the uh, like Rich said, the, the injuries are really starting to affect us now. But you can you, you can see it more in the linebacking core and, and the middle linebackers. So, with Ryan Finley starts running on you, um, <laughs> it was just mm. it was just so slow to react. Um, you know, we maybe didn't see the drop off we expected when uh, Big Rob Spillane came in, right? But now we've got Marcus Allen and Avery Williamson in there. It, 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 it's concerning. It's not even concerning. It, it's it's been concerning, and now it's just upsetting. Yeah. It, yeah. And you know, I, I, when 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 Marcus Allen went down, I thought he'd like dislocated his shoulder or something. 
I just thought, well, you know, this is it. This is this is over because you got you got UG three who seems to be not not in favour, and then who 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 behind that? I mean, you're looking at street guys at this yeah. point. So I mean, at least Adam was okay. You know, even though he's, you know, he's they're both him and Williamson. I mean, they're both okay. Like we've said it before, they're both fine going forward. You know, Williamson made a nice play sorting through traffic to to get to the ball carrier going forward. As soon as the play's to the side of him or behind him, he's done. He's toast. Yeah. And we saw it with, with the Bernard touchdown. He absolutely smoked him, and he just needed you know a little hop step or you know a little uh, flip his hips at least and tackle the guy. But he was just he looked like he was turned into a statue. I mean, you know, you don't want that guy out in space like that. You want him, he's like a sort of slightly smaller Vince Williams. You don't want him one-on-one outside like that on the edge. I mean, it was pretty embarrassing, really. Yeah, it, it just upsets me because I feel like the stink on this Steelers team now is is going to cost TJ's Defensive Player of the Year. You know, I know it, I know it shouldn't be relevant, but does it not just feel that way? You know, because the, these words are all narrative-based, right? You just see it going to Miles Garrett now. The Browns surge into the playoffs. You know, mm. I, I can't stand it. And TJ yeah. played so well in this game again. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. There was a couple of times with TJ. He shed blocks so easily. I could swear he like greased himself up or something. He just he just seemed <laughs> to slip off the guy. He, he, like, no, he was almost like he wasn't even touching him. He just slid on, on off. He went. It was yeah. amazing. Amazing I, to watch. Incredible. I know. I know this is episode sixty nine, but let's keep it PG, Dave. <laughs> hey. Hey. Um, yeah, and what happened to the line? The, the line didn't play that well today. I don't think it's not the fearsome D line that we started off the season. I don't know if they're tired or you know. I don't know. Well, they're on the field too much. Yeah. I mean, this is game after game after game. They're on the field way too much more than they should be, and that that takes its toll. And and then, like Simon said, we have a essentially a second and a third string linebacker and and they and they and props to their coordinator and you know he did what he should have done he he targeted our our inside linebackers and you know they ran all over us mm-hmm. well uh it, it, i thought i thought minka had a great game he did yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah there's a ray of hope nelson did who's yeah. sorry nelson had a good game too what yeah. can i do for you oh series series chimed in well, that's a first. We've had Alexa on this show, but never Siri. <laughs> Ask her what's up with Big Ben Roethlisberger. Oh. So yeah, pretty depressing, really. I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know what we can say, really. I don't know where I know. we can go. I mean, I know. I'm surprised it's... that we've managed to do it in 23 minutes. But um, John and Barry had a nice game. There you go. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll throw that out there. He's been great yeah. since since he's been re-signed. He's been great. Yeah. yeah. We're going to need can him a lot as well. On, uh, yeah, here we are. Oh, can always rely on uh, Jordan Dangerfield to make a big hit. Can you believe Dangerfield didn't make the Pro Bowl? Mm. Very upsetting. As a, as a special team. As a core special team. Yeah, well, th- yeah. that's a position, right? On. Yeah. In the Pro Bowl. Yeah. We should mention the Pro can Bowl, you... right? I, I well, yeah, we should. I was going to. Um, I'm David DeCastro and Pouncey. <laughs> Should they be in the Pro Bowl? No, I'm not sure. Mm. That no. is just name value. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, tweeted that out. I think I was like DeCastro doesn't have to do anything every year to make the Pro Bowl. It's like for some reason he's like the only guard that anyone knows in the league. 
Yeah, it's because he's a first round pick, right? Yeah. And he has played up to that level, but not this year. He's been injured and then he's just kind of been okay. Yeah. And you know, uh, the, good thing, the good thing about it is, though, this will help their uh, numbers for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I mean, where, you know, it's always nice to see Steelers get in the Hall of Fame. So that's a good thing, I guess. Do you think either of those are Hall of Fame? Pouncey's either Hall of Fame? I think DeCastro is a Hall DeCastro, of Fame. Right? Yeah. 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 Do you think Pouncey is? No. I don't know. It's kind of. No, look at our centers. I mean, is, is he as good as Webster? No mm-hmm. way. Is he as good as Dermani Dawson? No way. Mm-hmm. Ray Mansfield? Maybe not. He, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it just feels like, again, that's just been name value his whole career. I mean, he does some good things, but I mean, we've, we've, I know it's, it's nitpicky, but we've always seen the bad snaps they surfaced again in this game. I don't know. I think that one was on Ben, though. I think he pulled out early. Uh, that one, but there was a high snap later on as Rich, well. Rich, keep it PG. How many times? <laughs> yeah, I, I just realized that. That's why I just shut up right away. <laughs> Tried to slink off, but I wasn't going to let that, that slide. <laughs> uh, who else made the Pro Bowl guy? That was the only offensive guys, right? And then on defense, we had TJ, obviously. Uh, Minka. Uh, anyone else? Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward. All worthy candidates, I think. Yeah, think definitely. Did yeah. Tuit make it? No. No, no, Tuit. Wow. Yeah. I think Tuit's chance was last year, wasn't it? But he kind of is, he was really lighting, lighting things up, but then he got injured. And I don't, I don't think he's, I think he's been overshadowed this year a bit. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to make that, a name for yourself. Yeah, he's never yeah. been able to kind of, nobody talks about Stefan Tuit, do they? Which is crazy outside of the Steelers. Yeah, well, they were talking, you know, on the broad, you, you can sort of judge it by, you know, how much coverage they get on the games, right? Yeah. And how much they're getting folk talked about. And sort of Alu Alu's had as much this year as, as to it has. Yeah. I think it's, it's hard for him to stand out. Earlier in the year, though, he was our best defensive player for a little it's string. True. Mm-hmm. It's true. But Cam gets all the focus, doesn't he? Gets all mm-hmm. the. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look at look at this game. Who who got it for the Bengals? I mean, Mackenzie Alexander for all the wrong reasons. But he had he had what what were the Steelers doing making that that dude look like a Pro Bowl player? I mean, he's seriously limited, which is why he's you know he was a high pick, but he's 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 been exposed by a lot of quarterbacks, and Ben just couldn't couldn't find him. You know, he kept throwing to Jackson. You know, like like you say, I don't think Ben really takes note of who who he's playing against. He just finds the open guy. But you know, throwing against Jackson, who's got you know a great great coverage skills when there's little Mackenzie Alexander out there. But he did make some plays, but he's he's not a great cornerback, man. I don't know why he was playing so well. Uh, but their secondary, their, their defense is actually okay. You know, they've got some players I like. I like their, like Hubbard and Pratt and Bates. They're, yeah, you know. yeah. they got some pieces. That's what worries yeah. me, though, you know, going forward, moving from this game, but like, you know, we've got the Browns surging on, we've got the Ravens kind of doing their thing. We don't know kind of where they are but they seem to be on the up swing at least in terms of you know where they are as a franchise and then you got the Bengals who are assuming Bur- Burrow's okay and they've not ruined him for for good they they should be on the upswing I don't know this division is uh getting tougher and and our quarterback's getting older and yeah we knew this coming into the and season and, and more expensive yeah yeah what do we do I mean uh... Do, do, would you sign up for another year of Ben? Would you pay Ben money to, to play like he has this year? I mean, it's, it's a tough. It's a yeah. It's a tough time to ask it because we've just come off the worst Ben performance yeah. ever. 
So maybe maybe we'll come back to that after we've seen whether we can bring it turn it around again. It's going to be a big question in the off season for us, isn't it? I think. Yeah, we're getting into quarterback evaluation time. Oh, I mean, exciting, exciting, exciting for the off season time, but not not great really. When you you know you don't want to be in that position. Well, I've heard that they may even extend him. Yeah. If they do that, then they can they can rework the cap and they can get his cap number even like lower. I think it's nineteen million mm. against the cap for next year because he has bonus money. A lot of that's bonus money. So if they if he does if they do extend him, they can re, maybe they can rework the cap. You know. I mean that then, would be that would be the best situation as long as he can, can play. You know? Well, then you just you just push that problem a few years back. <laughs> you know, then it starts affecting guys like Minka and you know other guys. You know, but it's it's gonna it's gonna not gonna go away for sure. It's a tough problem. I mean, you're I don't know, if, if he can play to a high level, I definitely re- resign him. But if he can't. You, there's, we're losing so many, you know, pieces of our team. It's just, man, it's something like really good pieces on defense that are hard to replace. Mm. I mean, if you're looking at a few years of struggling through Ben and the kind of declining, declining roster elsewhere, and and then and then that kind of falls off, or would you would you rather go for a just blow it up, you know, properly? Properly suck for a while and get a high draft pick, or you, or do you just try and cut, keep life in the like the, the the rotting corpse of a you know decaying team? I don't know. What do you do there? That's yeah, and, you know, it, it's it's not only <laughs> it's not only struggling to keep what we have, but we need to change some things too. So do, we don't even have the money to improve. We were just we we're just talking about having the money to 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 maintain, you know, yeah. and. So Ben has to play at a high level, in my opinion, to even consider resigning him or consider keeping him next year. If if he doesn't, then giving up too much. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's to me, it's we've got we've got sorry, so we've got the backup in place in in Mason, who who you know we you know cut back to last year's off season or whatever to talk about here about the Mason Rudolph review, but. You know what is he? He's not the kind of offensive weapon backup that other teams seem to have a little bit of that you can bring in. You know, like uh, Brissett or um, uh, Taysom Hill or or Jalen Hurts, who now seems to have won that job. But he's not like one of those kind of guys. So what is he? He's just kind of emergency backup. Ben's down. He's going to kind of get you maybe you know a couple of first downs, and then Ben can come back on. What about what about having Josh Dobbs there? You know, he can he can he can do some things. He can, he's a, he's more of a kind of you know, if if this, this offense is in a real stink, you know Ben's thrown picks or you know just wild balls balls all over the place. Bring bring Jobs in, Job, Dobbs in for a drive and let him win some, you know, get some first downs with his feet. But he's never active. Uh, I don't know. I think that should be an option. Why, do we trust Mason? At least Dobbs brings something different to the table. Like you say, with his feet, he's athletic, athletic, speedy sort of quarterback. At least he's got something different that can. Maybe throw a defense off a little bit. Yeah, some of those, some of those short, you know, the, the, the short yardage, the third and ones, the fourth and ones, the red zone. Bring Dobbs in, make the make the, the the opponents think a little bit, not just have Ben, you know, oh, it's another quick pass or it's a run into the back of the line. You know, just help him out a bit, I think. Yeah. 
I, I mm -hmm. might, you know, if you decide to cut, if you decide to part ways with Ben, I might even get rid of Rudolph at the same time too. Keep Dobbs because the guy's freaking genius and he could, you know, bring in a um, draft a quarterback and then bring in a veteran and Dobbs can teach him the system. Um, and then you still have Dobbs in reserve if you need him. I mean, I mean, it's, it sucks to talk about this stuff because Ben's, you know, been such an important part of the team and has done so much for the Steelers. But this happens all the time when you think about it. You know, the Colts cut Unitas and Chargers ended up with them. The, the Jets cut Namath and the Rams ended up with them. The 49ers cut Montana and the Chiefs ended up with them. So he, like, yeah, he could still play at that point. Yeah. I mean, this happens to Hall of Fame quarterbacks all the time. It's not unprecedented. Yeah, and let Favre go. Yeah, and then Brady. So we're seeing it now, and this could just be the next. Well, I, th I think we're going to become one of these kind of active rebuild teams. The Steelers won't blow it up, you know. Well, so you think just keep the keep the corpse alive and bring in bring in a kind keep of veteran. Keep the corpse and... alive and and hope you uh, yeah you stumble upon something. You know, I think the the one good thing we have here is, is is Colbert right I mean he's generally led us in the right direction personnel wise yeah yeah but he's been great apart from QBs they haven't done they've only you know only hit on one QB really yeah, I, mean, I mean we haven't needed to though right I mean I know that's I guess that's a get out of jail free card you gotta remember we actually loved Mahomes uh, that, that seems easy to say now but we were very high on Mahomes we, we would have drafted him in the high had we had a pick that year uh, and if you remember coming into that draft he was considered like a late first early second round guy until he started to generate some hype and ended up going like 10th right but I don't know That's, that just always rings in my mind we were one of the teams that were on him early mm. that would have been a different story mm. yeah Anyway, let, so, let's let's move so on. So there seems year. to be a lot of rumours about. Um, yeah, we, I think we've moved on from the game into yeah. sort of more of a big picture thing. There's seen a lot of people. This has become, you know, every Steelers person thinking about this is at the end of Ben and who's a replacement. I've seen a lot of people saying about Wentz or or Darnold. Who's who's like the who's the less broken of those two? <laughs> <laughs> well, the weird thing with Darnold is, I think Darnold might end up staying with the Jets at this point. I don't know what do you think. I don't know about Any that. Any chance of that after this win? They're not, if they, it depends what you think of Fields and how that all goes down. It's too early to say yet, but any chance they just say, ah, screw it, we'll trade the pick, take a bit, take some nice old linemen, take a wide receiver? I mean, it's the Jets, so anything's possible, but they'd be crazy to at this point, wouldn't they? Well, unless unless they're convinced, because they might not get Trevor Lawrence now if we're all assuming he's going to be number one. You know, if he goes to the Jags, and if they aren't, you know, in love with Fields or whatever, then I don't know. Is he yeah. crazy? Well, it depends on who ends up being their coach. Yeah. yeah. You know, what type of system he wants to invoke. You know, it could, he, he might be high on him or he might think, no, he's just not right for my system. I mean, who, who, who uh, if you had a choice of, of quarterbacks to bring in right now, who would you bring in, Wentz or Foles? Uh, Wentz. Mm. Wentz over Foles, even though Foles won the Super Bowl in Wentz's absence. Yeah, listen, it's I got, love, got I love Foles. Point. Foles has given me like one of my favourite memories in the NFL of all time. Um, but uh, we know what Foles is. We, we've seen it in Chicago now. He, he keeps bouncing around and doing it. And he, he gets you just excited enough to, to wet your whistle and then uh, leaves you stranded and upset on a 
But yeah, he's highly highly volatile. But is is he at this point more attractive than Wentz? No, because in a, in a totally Wentz at least we've seen it. We've seen it from Wentz. You know, in a regular season, uh, uh, very limitedly in between injuries. Seen, is that when we've seen? Well, it? we've seen it when we were talking about being an MVP before he went out and Nick Foles won the Super Bowl with his team. You know, I'm not. I'm, listen, I'm not in love with Wentz, but. If there's anyone who's going to be salvaged any potential, he's he's the guy of those two. I don't know, I, but I'm not clamoring for either. Okay, so you go Wentz. So do you go Wentz or Darnold then? Who's less broken? Uh, Darnold. All right. Okay. Just because the Jets are so yeah. bad, and I'd be interested I, to see like what you could do. You know. I'd be happy with either of those, to be honest. I think they're both good salvage projects. To... I'd, I'd rather not have a salvage project or some other teams cast off. I think that's what you're going to be looking at, though. Because <laughs> no other quarterbacks get let go, right? You know who I want? Now, hear me out on this, right? Get ready for this. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to draft Trevor Lawrence. Oh, you're going to go and Minshew, Minshew Mania is coming to Pittsburgh, baby. <laughs> oh, I did float that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. He the other one is, on the other one, obviously, is uh, A-Rod. You know, but that's not going to be this offseason. A-Rod? If ben, does, if ben does stick around... Maybe there's a chance he's a tiny bit younger than Ben. He's a, oh, you're talking crazy last... now. Yeah, well, you, you get another year out of Ben, then you get maybe one or two years out of Aaron Rodgers, and then and then you, you draft a guy in that period, and then you've got someone young ready to go. That's that's another reality. That's a reality I'd like to be in. Gav, is but your plan just to wait until every other team's good quarterback is old enough to be cast aside, and then we get them for two years? <laughs> Are we going to take Russell Wilson after A-Rod retires from, from our team as well? <laughs> Yeah, why not? It's a move. <laughs> oh dear. Um, okay, this Colts game. I- I'm not holding out a great deal of hope, guys. <laughs> well, the Colts are a tricky, tricky read, though, aren't they? I they mean, are they, a bit. They play, they play, been playing well of late. Yeah, feels like another team we're meeting at the wrong time. But it feels like that with a lot of the AFC. I mean, it feels like every AFC wild card. Um, Team is, is kind of on the upswing now, apart from. Um, are we a Wildcats? I don't bloody know. But, but you know what I'm saying. Every team that's going to make the players in the AFC is on the upswing, apart from us, it seems. Um, no. I don't know who's going to win that division out of the Titans and the Colts right now. No, it's a tough one. And it seems like the the, uh, the Rivers train has hit uh, full steam at the right time with yeah. Johnson Taylor um, suddenly becoming a proper NFL level running back and T.Y. Hilton's back. and yeah, it looks like they're. I mean, the, the score twenty-seven to twenty against the Texans didn't. I don't know if you watched the game. wasn't wasn't like that. It was completely one-sided. Um, just absolute domination by the Colts. Mm. But I still think the Steelers can beat them. I think it's possible. Um, the Steelers have owned the Colts previously. It's possible. And they've owned Rivers as well. So as long as it just comes out, it's the same thing we say every week. It comes down to Ben. You know, is he? Is he going to be, you know, bonehead Ben, like Dave says, or is he going to be a viable quarterback this week? And if he's a viable quarterback, he's going to win. And, you know, he's going to turn this mess around, which is why I've got the Steelers winning this game. No, Gav. Get off the sword. You don't need to die on it. No, I'm going down with the ship. <laughs> oh, cat and my cat. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no. No, are we all doom and gloom over there? <laughs> Dave, talk some Absolutely. sense Absolutely. I'm absolutely. I, I'm similar to last week. I think the week before, I have very little faith in this offense to really put points on the board. 
so yeah, I've I've got a Steelers loss again. Um, whether that's is, is that good is that good juju or bad juju in our in our sort of um, what's the word? It's a it's a juju dancing on the Colts logo in the middle of the field. <laughs> In yeah, a, in really bad, though, because you've you've picked them to lose when they've lost, and you picked them to win when they've lost. So it, the floor is <laughs> yours. You do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought in the, in the sort of superstition rankings, whether that sort of affects our. Well, I'm I'm assuming that what we say in our mother's basements have any sort of influence on what a team does in a different country. But you know, um, yeah, I've got a 21 to 16 loss, um, which sort of leads me on. Well, I, I won't go into my ball prediction right now, but um. Yeah, I, I was convinced that Rivers was over the hill at one half. I thought, what are the Colts doing getting this guy? I thought, he's, he's done for, right? But no, he's he's still got something left in the tank. He's um he's spreading that ball. And he's, you know, he's getting, what, pretty much on average around eight different targets, and, you know, per game, you know, and getting multiple receptions to each one. It's, he's, uh, he's getting a bit of a rapport with all these sort of young guys going around now, likes with Pittman and what have you. Um, but no, he's he's. I don't know. It, it, it's a, it's a big concern. What what they can, what they can do, and with our sort of woes at wide receiver, it's whether we can match up to that. I I have very little faith. And I mean, the running game showed a few flashes. Like I said, like I said earlier, like with with Snell having a bit, a few flashes of of um of excellence. Maybe we can get a running game going. But I don't have much faith in points being scored. It all sounds doom and gloom, I know, but I I just don't have any faith at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Every every silver lining has a cloud, doesn't it, Dave? <laughs> Apparently, so we're here. I'm yet to see this one yet, though. Where is it? Well, we'll see. Go on, inside. Come on, give us your prediction. Do you know I'm going to go with the same score that we just we just had, twenty-seven seventeen. We can't score over twenty points in a game. So I'm just going to continue to pick under 20 points a game until I see otherwise. And that's a, a loss, is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 27 to 17. Yeah. Um, is that what you said? And Jonathan Taylor's just going to run all over us, isn't he? Mm. <laughs> okay. Rich, what you got there? Well... This is this is not emotion based. This is just strictly on what I've seen. It always is. Between Steelers the, win a hundred to nothing. <laughs> uh, between the injuries we have and the way our offense is playing right now, um, there is not a team in the NFL we can beat right now, and that includes the Jets. We will not. It's not going to happen. Uh, we're going to lose this game. I'm going to say twenty three twenty. It's a tight game still. Steelers still in it. Yeah. Oh, they'll be in it. Yeah. I've got a similar. I've got, I have gone the Steelers winning, but I've gone 21-17 in a tight defensive struggle. Um, three touchdowns there from Ben. I don't know how that's going to happen, but that's that's kind of what I, I, I think. Well, I think it'll turn it around. You've got to silence the critics. There's a lot of critics, even on this show, uh, that need silencing, <laughs> so calm, <can't> Ben. <laughs> So, uh, and I've got, uh, for my bold prediction, we might as well go there. I've got, uh, hopefully doing better. I had a Claypool bounce back game against the Bengals. And um, and that was uh, more than one TD and 75 yards. 
uh, he got no TDs and minus six yards. And, and where was he? Like, where was he on that fourth down play? Like, you, you got to win the game, and you're, you know, it's been like a, a real playmaker this year, not on the field. So I don't know what's going on there. But um, I'm turning back to the running game this week, and um, it's going to be Connor runs for more yards than Taylor. So you're saying that's uh, slightly aggressive there, sorry. And um, and the Steelers get more picks than the Colts. I'll give him two for that. Jonathan Taylor's not getting less yards than uh, Connor, outside of injury. Okay. Jonathan Taylor get? Oh no way! You really, Gab? You think so? <laughs> I'm hoping so. That's kind <laughs> of what I'm counting on. That I'm he's count. On. He's counting on our down. You know how down we are on the run game. <laughs> yeah, I it's come together. It's going to be a turnaround. What if uh, Connor doesn't play? Does that hold over to Snell? Um. Yes, so, uh, yes, I'll say so, but I'll take a one point if it does. How about that? Okay. What is that? That's you fair. You have to sacrifice yeah. a point for that one, yeah. Yeah. No, one point. I'll put it's, that it's, in. it's a good possibility they're going to split carries if he plays. It's true. I should have put a Steelers running back, and then uh, that would have been. Okay. Um, I'll go. Uh, I'm going to go with the, the lesser spotted opposition focused. Um, I'm going to go over 100 scrimmage yards for both Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines that's tough that's definitely a two pointer let's get that 90 yard screen past the Naeem Hines going let's go boys (laughs) cuts for life I'd actually (laughs) I'd, I'd actually prepared two Bold prediction in the case one of mine was far too doom and gloom. Oh, wow. Um, but I, I, my main one was that the, the, the Steelers' defense scores more points than the offense. Okay. Oh, I like that. That's pretty Is that yeah. too doom and gloom? No, no, no. Okay, no, I'll go no, that I think we're all hoping for that. We're pretty doom and gloom. I don't think it'd get any worse. <laughs> scores more than offense. Okay. So, Rich. Ugh, I, this has become really difficult, the uh, bold prediction. Um, I don't know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> How about I, I parachute into the Steelers stadium naked? <laughs> <laughs> you get four for that. At least, at least you have a say in that one. <laughs> and then I do a TikTok dance with Juju. <laughs> you, How many points for that? Well, uh, you get two. I'm sensing that you've got some plans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, I okay. Um, what's how about Jonathan, Sorry, everyone. What's, what's, <laughs> how about Jonathan Taylor will get uh, two hundred all-purpose yards? Wow. Okay, the total opposite of me. See, I think I think the Steelers D D line can give him a reckoning because he's he's got he's got been a bit lucky last couple of games. I think the Steelers are going to like slam him back back into the college days. He's going to uh, do. Awesome, but I can't see it happening. Okay, okay. So wait, sorry, Taylor, two hundred plus all-purpose yards. Yes. All right. Okay, let's hope that doesn't come true. Too many, too many. Yeah, you get two for that, I think. Yeah, that's hard to do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, two Colts focus ones. Oh dear. <laughs> We're just sick of thinking about this team until until they do something interesting. It's like that. It's like that guy with a stick poking the dead thing. 
Yeah, we were talking pre-show actually. Like, why why were we so depressed now compared to last year when when everything was on fire? And I yeah. just think it's it's the difference between expectation. expectation, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's all it is. You win eleven games, right. you think, hey, you know, no team that's won eleven games straight has ever lost more than two games. Yeah, I, I, well, this, I think this is possibly um, the biggest blow-up I've ever seen from a Steeler team. Mm-hmm. Especially if we go one and done in the playoffs, I don't think I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. If we lose our last these last two games and go one and done, I think this is the worst I've ever seen a, a implosion from a Steeler team. Yeah, I mean, if if it was any other team, you'd think there would be coaching changes, right? But you just it just feels like they're all so safe in their in their positions because of. You know the loyalty that the ownership shows. Well, did you hear Tomlin's interview? He alluded. He, I can't remember. Oh, I wish I would have recorded it. I can't remember his exact words, but it sounded to me sounded to me like the coordinators are going to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. They're like he's, you know, like he never says anything like that. And you have to read between the lines, but from the wordage that he used, that's what it sounded like to me. And he's never said anything like that before. Right. Wow. Well. Between if, it, if it's between a coordinator being run out of town or Ben, you know who's who's first. Coordinator. Yeah. So maybe that's a possibility, but it won't happen this season, will it? It will happen in the off season. No, no, they no they, they, don't, they don't do that. No, no way. Okay. Right. Oh, and so, the, ga- the gauntlet. The I gauntlet. Say. Yeah, the gauntlet. So, 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 Dave, you picked the Raiders, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah, they lost. And oh, and Rich and, and Sai, you picked the the who did you pick? The Rams. Can't remember. Oh, the Rams. Who did they play against? The Jets. Oh, the Jets. Oh, you think that's an easy <laughs> win, right? You think that's a yeah. definite win there? Easy oh, win. Yeah. Easy win. What a game. What a game that was. Were you watching? I enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> you know it Sounds like a little venom in your voice there. <laughs> I'm I'm more upset because this ruined my chance at the perfect season in my Eliminator League. Even though I know you screwed me out of the perfect season in this this game, uh, I screwed you. I yeah. screwed you by, um, by keeping accurate records. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in my actual Eliminator League, I was perfect. I was going to go for the whole sixty weeks. It was going to be joyous, amazing. Uh, so I've decided to declare ram- vengeance on the Rams. Okay. Um, similar to how Dan Hansis does. I haven't decided what that means. I've just right. done it. Sure. Well, I'd be grateful for the Rams because at least the Rams saved the Steelers from being the most stupid-looking team this week. So I don't know. You know I don't know what they did. <laughs> something to be said for the Rams lost to the Jets. Um, but I mean, how stupid? Like, why? Why you've got a shot at you know possibly an all-purpose you know all-decade quarterback pick? Possibly people saying the best since Andrew Luck. You know that was when was that? 2010? Earlier maybe. I can't remember. Um. Yeah, so to, for ten years, the best quarterback prospect, and you and you blow it by in that way. Oh, what are they doing? I mean, I, I get it. Like they don't want the stink of Owen sixteen on, on on them, but surely for the greater good, you try and get Trevor Lawrence, don't you? I don't know. But you know, as they always say, the players aren't trying to tank. You know, the coaches aren't trying to tank. So you mean Adam Gase has been trying this whole time? <laughs> I think he might have been. <laughs> so anyway so I was so none of us got anything right so apart from me picking the Browns versus the Giants so I, I clawed one point back this week 
Um, but I'm still behind. I'm still losing. So, uh, you know, you can give me that one. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Bears in week 16. Mm. I was thinking about that. Mm. Have I taken the Colts yet? Uh, have you <laughs> taken the Colts yet? You're really buying into you have, this, aren't you? you have. Week oh, three. Okay. Taken the Colts in week three. Okay. Well, I've been informed that I haven't taken the Chiefs, so I'll, I'll take the Chiefs against the Falcons. Okay. I'm taking the Bucks over the Lions. Yeah, that's a good pick. I'd have done that myself if I hadn't already taken the Bucks. Although, what happened to the Bucks first half? Jeez. Mm. I actually had to check to see if Brady was playing. I thought he'd gone out. <laughs> big comeback. Yeah, big comeback. Rich, who are you going with this week? You know what? I, I was going to go with the Bucks over the Lions, but just to be different from Dave, I'm going to take the Browns over the Jets. It's still on that Okay, sticking to that. Ooh, two and 12 Jets, or whatever it is. The Browns will okay. beat the Jets, yeah. Yeah, of course they will. All right, cool. <laughs> All so, right. Uh, that, yeah, so, wow, look at that. 52 minutes, rock and roll. Um, I believe we have I'm a the very... Lone, s- I'm the lone supporter of the Steelers this weekend. Yeah. Well, the only one that picked them to win. Yeah. The only madman. I just want us to win the division, you know, just because it's so depressing if the Browns win. Oh man, I can't stand awful. it. I can't stand the the the, the Bengals. Um, how happy they are right now. I mean, it, it's a little bit embarrassing for them, I think. I got to be honest, but I can't say that because that that sounds like sour grapes, right? But um, who was it? Someone tweeted out a great tweet. I thought um, was like, "How bad must you be that you beat us?" Isn't the isn't the flex you think it is? Yeah. Let them have their little minute. I guess, I guess. Um, I believe we have a very special segment. Oh, that segment. Okay. It is coming (laughs) right up. (laughs) Here I came to Pittsburgh. I brought my own pants and brought my own shoes. Your actions speak so loudly. I can't hear what you're saying. Yeah, I couldn't stand him. He couldn't stand me. And I wish the hell he'd have traded me. I don't understand what the beef is about. I feared the hell out of him. Like him? No, I didn't like him. I don't assess how I thought we played. The bottom line is we didn't win today. Can I answer your question? You might. Good. You got to tip your cap to him. There were 12 minutes. That's how the game goes. And into the man of the year, Franco Harris's hand. The most important thing is what we do. And things of that nature. Hey, let's go out there and have a good time today, boy, you know. So on History Corner this week, Little Children's. It's Rich's History Corner. Except it's Dave this week. That's right. You didn't hear the Kebab Corner music this week. Wow. And I've I've uh, I've been wonderfully allowed by our resident American Rich to take over History Corner for once. And I hope my, I'm I'm kind of nervous. I'm actually nervous. I, ho- I hope this actually goes as well as it, as I hope it will. Yeah, there's there's um, hordes of um, Rich's history corner fans. Hopes are dashed. I know. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, everyone. I, everyone's pressed stop now. I, I'm Pitch, not doing this. Pitchforks being lit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, everyone. You've got <laughs> the British one. It'll be great. But um, but yeah. For anyone that's tuned in for Kebab Corner, um. I'm, I'm very sorry. Um, it's, it's not here this week. I suppose I can give, I can give you something to ponder, I guess. Um, <laughs> why don't you go and ponder why public, like, you know, changing rooms and shops are the only place in public you're allowed to be nude in? 
You know, if you go outside of it, you <laughs> take one step outside that curtain, you're getting arrested. If you stay inside it, you're fine. Well, I've pondered it, Dave, and I think I have the answer. <laughs> is that... Is that is it a bit weird that you're in a shop naked, but uh, you're okay because you're behind the curtain? Would you rather the curtain not be there? Is that what you're arguing? <laughs> um, I'm not some sort of exhibitionist. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not one of those guys. It just, it just seems a bit odd that I'm in, I'm in the middle of a shopping mall with, you know, with nothing on. It's weird. Can, right? can we clip that out, please? Just from I'm in the middle of a shopping mall. <laughs> this is this is a is cereal soup one again. Where at first you dismiss it, and then you wake up in the middle of the night, twelve hours later, and think, "Hey, Dave's got a point." <laughs> I'm hoping so. Otherwise, I'm a, I'm a madman. Anyway, get history corner back on track. I'm sorry, I'm already letting Rich down. Um, a few weeks ago, we I think mentioned about um, sort of player coaches i think it was in reference to josh dobbs sort of giving hints and things that he'd seen on on tape to ben and um, we sort of mentioned well has there been any player coaches and whilst leaping through a, a steelers history book i found one and he was a, a steelers um player coach but he didn't spend the majority of his time with the steelers he was only there for a short while um but i'd like to tell you about him because he's a colorful chap and an interesting guy, and a guy I, after reading about him and learning about him, I love this guy. I, I kind of wish I had his life. But um, it's a guy called Johnny Blood McNally, who has a cool name, man. I love that name as well. But um, he was in the sort of, I can't, I don't suppose you can call it the golden era of American football, because it was, particularly in Pittsburgh, because it was pretty rough. Um, but yeah, he was born uh, November 27th in 1903, long time ago. Um, and he was known as the Vagabond Halfback because of his off-field antics. What a name. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, everything about him, I, I, I'm in love with this guy. But, um, but yeah, he was born in Wisconsin uh, in a town called New Richmond. I don't know if anyone's heard of it. I hadn't. Um, but he graduated at 14, which I'm assuming is pretty normal for the time. I, I don't know. Um, the, the sort of time context for that country is beyond me a little bit he's 14 a normal age to leave school at in that time I'm I, guessing don't the, um, I, don't I don't know I'm not that old I know I look <laughs> when did it you graduate started. Rich <laughs> when you were 12 <laughs> when did I uh, 1930 something <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this this guy Johnny Blood McNally he, he never played high school sports he only had a started playing sport when he he went to went to college he went to st john's uni in minnesota which i don't know if still exists um but and then he transferred to notre dame but never played a snap for them he didn't play a single game for them um but he managed to have a fantastic career playing for five different professional teams um most notably with the green bay packers he spent a long time there um and won uh, three championships with them um I think a few of which were consecutive as well. They just one one year after another. He, he was prolific. They, they they loved him as a as a, a speedy guy. He was great as a receiver and everything. I, I, looking through his stats, I'm not sure how accurate stats were from that time because I don't know who was writing them down. Um, <laughs> and it seems like a lot of it's missing. But it seems like to me it's sort of skewed to more as being a receiver. Like he hardly ever seemed to run the ball from looking at the stats. But I, I don't know. I might be entirely wrong. Um, but yeah, he spent 14 seasons in the NFL and and was was loved was a beloved character 
um, just mostly because of his off-field antics, which I'll get into a bit later. Um, but he, um, yeah, he, he played, as I say, for five different teams. So tell me if you know any of these early teams that no longer exist. Uh, the Milwaukee Badgers. Yep, they beat the Steelers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Did they beat the Steelers on on the next uh, this weekend? Not coming. The uh, the Duluth Eskimos. Anyone? I've heard of the Duluth mm. Trading Company. Um, one that's that's pretty close to the Steelers in the Pottsville Maroons. Well, that's a good oh, name. And they later became apparently they later became the Boston Bulldogs. If anyone knows that name. But yeah, um, he spent the majority of his career with the Green Bay Packers where he became this big name and then eventually moved to Pittsburgh. At the time, this, can anyone, here's a bit of a test for, for Gab and decide to see the listen to Rich back when he used to do History Corner oh, no. he, during the off-season. He's tried this before. What, <laughs> what were the, the Steelers, now known as the Steelers obviously, what were they known as then in 1930s? Ooh. Oh yeah, uh, I, think I, I think I said this one time, didn't I? Yeah, yeah so... So uh, yeah, so it's either the Steagles, but that was the war period. So that's coming a bit later. So I'm going to guess the other name, which is the Pirates, because we know about the baseball team. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that stuff from from History Corner. So is it the Pirates? It was the Pirates. You were listening. Well done. Very good. You were listening. But yeah, um, so while in his time uh, uh, in Green Bay, he was beloved by by fans, but. Lambeau absolutely hated him apparently because of his off-field antics. Um, you know, he, he was. I suppose in that time, it seemed. I think it was really quite common that they they drank heavily, they smoked, and it, that was a pretty normal thing. Um, but he'd he, he sort of picked up the name of the vagabond halfback because he'd he'd sort of if he got bored, he'd just wander off. He'd just go and do his own thing. So he'd jump jump a train like a like a hobo would, and and go off somewhere and they just disappear and no one knew where he where he'd gone you know um you know he was he was seen jumping between buildings um you know he, he just sort of did the crazy stuff you know um what was the other one i saw uh well whilst he was at um whilst he was at green bay he got in a fight with um uh, green bay tight end lavi dilweg anyone know that name um but yeah he got on a fight on a train and to escape him, he climbed up on top of the train and then ran towards the front of the train and hung out with the driver for the rest of the journey to keep, to keep stay away from this, this massive man who was chasing him. Um, but yeah, he, he, he had to be rescued by some teammates while he's doing chin-ups on the stern flagpole on a ship. Um, he climbed down the front of a hotel while, you know, to avoid uh, a team curfew. And whilst he, when he got to the bottom, he started um, reciting poetry to swooning women at the bottom of the, the bottom of the hotel um <laughs> it's just it's just a real a real character man i really like this guy and but the, the one that really got me and, and i have a feeling this happened while he was in pittsburgh um apparently he once pulled his car in the path of the train he had missed after a late night of wine women and song um he wasn't fined or suspended after all he was the coach uh so yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was he was a character, um, but uh, Art Rooney wanted um, he, he wanted he was thirsting for that that first winning season after going six and six with his previous his previous coach whose name I cleverly hadn't written down. Um, yeah, he, he wanted that first winning season um, in 
30, you know, 33, they went 3, 6, and 2, then 2 and 10, 4 and 8. It just wasn't going well for our. He, he wanted to get some, you know, something going with this team. Um, so he decided to, to pick up Johnny Blood McNally as a player, as a player coach. Um, be, partly because of his name, you know, to draw fans in to come and watch the team, but also because he was prolific as a player. You know, he was well known as a as as, as an athletic sort of running back who, as I said earlier, was was great with um great as, as a receiver as well. Um, it turns out he was entirely wrong because he went four and seven, then two and nine. You know, it it, it didn't work out that well for for uh, for Johnny, but um, as, at least. As, the coach um so but yeah but he, he had some some good stories while there other, other than this one drove in front of a train um apparently in his first game um he was watching from the bench uh, against the eagles um and then he he took the field after the the uh, well the pirates at the time were losing quite horribly um so he took to the field and then returned a 92 yard kickoff for a, for a touchdown and then caught a 44 yard touchdown then he sat down on the bench and said to Art, "There's your ball game, Art." Just as a really smug sort of move. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I eventually, Art sort of tired of him and brought in a guy for, called uh, Walt Keesling, um, who was actually a former teammate of of Johnny um, while he was at Pottsville. Um, but yeah, I, I, do, do you guys like this guy so far? Is, is he a sort of is he a guy you want to hang out with? Yeah, I'd go he for a fight like, with him. He sounds yeah. he sounds like a real trailblazer. Yeah, but he, yeah, he was. What was it? How was he on the old X's and O's though? Doesn't sound like he. Uh, well, maybe... he went well in his time at the, with the Steelers. He went seven twenty five and one. So, um, so yeah, he he, he wasn't so great. I mean, um, it sounds a little bit like putting someone like uh, Taysom Hill mixed with Paul Horning in as your coach. I'm not sure that's what you want. Yeah, yeah, I suppose you're right. <laughs> but no, he, he's. I think it, it sort of it harks to an era of when no one. I, I don't know. Did anyone really care what players were doing as long as they were winning? At the end of the day, that that's what mattered. As long as they were winning on a, on a Sunday, it didn't. It, no one really cared what they were doing. It's entirely different. Obviously, entirely different sort of feeling from now. Sounds um, like he wasn't winning though, Dave. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no. But as, as, he was as winning a player, as a player, yeah, as a player he was oh, great. Sorry, but as okay. a coach, yeah. he was god awful. But no, he, I mean, he was tough, man. He played an entire game with a, uh, a collapsed kidney. Apparently, he just—he was tough as all boots, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, that, that that was sort of that was his sort of playing career. I mean, he ended he ended up in the in the Hall of Fame in '63. And was in the 1930 All Decade team. So yeah. So he's, he's in the Hall of Fame. He, he is, yes. He's also in the Green Bay Hall of Fame. There, you know, when each team has their own Hall of Fame, he's in the Green Bay Hall of Fame. When we so just, did he go? Sorry, did he go into the Hall? Of Fame? That's okay. Did he go into the Hall of Fame as a Packer? I think so. I think what? so. I'd, at least I'd assume so, because that was where he spent the majority of his career. He actually tried to go back there. He went back there after after the war. He went um, in during World War Two. He he became a, cryptogra- a cryptographer, whatever that means. I assume that's something to do with codes code break. and stuff. Yeah, code code break. Break. Um, that was in India. He went over to India as a cryptographer um, mm-hmm. and then returned to the US um, 
tried to play again for the Green Bay Packers and got injured. Um, uh, I think only very shortly after rejoining, and then never came back. He, he just, um, I, I guess, the injury was too severe. Um, but he, he, this, he, you might think that he was a bit of a, a bit of a meathead, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a thug by his sort of playing stand, you know, his playing style and his, his off-field antics. But he wasn't. He was a smart guy. You know, when it's been noted that when other players were sat there reading comics he was sat there with you know the business times and stuff and he was you know he, he liked sort of keeping his brain active i think he just didn't like sitting still i think he was one of those people with itchy feet he just had to be doing something um because at the age of 50 he got a degree in economics which by which point i mean at, at 50 most people sort of say well can you really be learning stuff new but yeah he was he, he was continuing his studies and and what have you even at the age of 50 um but yeah, he, he died at the age of um, 82 in 85 in, in Palm Springs, California. So he clearly done all right for himself. It's a quite a nice part of part of the, of the state, though, isn't it? Palm Springs. Um, it's Yeah, it's a little rural a little bit, but it's nice. Um, it's, it's a nice area. Yeah, I mean, if you want to know any more about Johnny Blood McNally, there's a, I think he's even got a... I don't. Know if, I think it was written, obviously written by someone else. I think it's called the uh, the Bagabond, Bagabond Halfback. There's a whole book about him. But there's also um, have you ever seen the movie the movie Leatherhead? Yeah. Yeah, that's the uh, the George Clooney one. Yeah, apparently. That's good about the early days of football. Well, apparently George Clooney's character is based upon Johnny McNally. It's it's oh, a, right. it's a character based around his his persona and, and what have you. He he kind of gets the team together, doesn't he? He'll keep all sort of. It's been a while since I saw it, but did he sort of? Uh, there's a couple of teams collapsing or something, and he kind of gets them all together and takes them on a championship run. Isn't that, isn't that the, 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 the story of the film? I can't. It's been a long time since I've seen it, to be honest. Yeah. I enjoyed it, though. But yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's he, cool. That's cool. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, he was kind of, because he was kind of the player, he kind of the player coach of that team, wasn't he? So that would yeah. be Yeah. And he, you know, they managed to get a few, um, a few players into the, into Pittsburgh who, probably might not previously have, have come along just because of having having him there as a name it sort of got a few guys along i can't remember their names now but it, it sort of um it brought guys in just because of his name so but from the look of of uh sort of season records it didn't really make much difference as i say four and seven and two and nine doesn't exactly fill you with uh any confidence but yeah apparently yeah he eventually got rid of him um because of tiring of his of his antics and did he did he go on to coach elsewhere? Uh, I think he went on to coach um, in college. I think because he, as I say, he played other sport. He played baseball and basketball. He played a lot of sport. I think that was a sort of way of doing things in that time, wasn't it? The sort of not to sort of pin pin all your hopes on one sport to play as many as possible and see what sticks. Um, so I think he went. From what I remember, he he went back to back to sort of colleges and, and what have you and started coaching. Coaching different sports there, not just football. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I thought he was an interesting dude. Yeah, nice little bit of Steelers history there. Like it. Well done, Dave. Yeah, very good. Nicely done. Dave. And it, cool that he's in the Hall of Fame. So when we go to Canton, Dave, we can uh, we can track him down. Yeah, we can all go yeah, stroke yes. his bust. Well, <laughs> episode sixty nine. I know, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just to hijack History Corner very quickly, Dave, just as a side note, we should probably mention um, you know, the sad uh, death of Kevin Green. I don't know if anyone had anything to say, maybe one of the guys that, 
that watched him play. Looking at Rich, I guess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I watched it. Yeah, really sad. I didn't know. I haven't actually read. I didn't actually realize until the game when they did the kind of in memoriam thing. I'd missed. I don't know. I was kind of, you know, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to the. I think we've all kind of, you know, been a little bit yeah. weary of NFL at the moment, so we've all kind of ducked out a little bit. I didn't know it was he ill. I, I, I mean, he seemed very young. I don't know. Did you? What? What, what do you guys know? No, he's fifty-eight. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what it, what it was. What mm. I don't have any information. Was it an accident? Or yeah, I don't know. I didn't hear. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just really shocking to me. You know, as a sort of, you know, a tough, legendary player. You know, a, a real shock, real shock, and a shame. It just seemed like he had still, you know, had a role, whether it was, you know, in in broadcasting or you know, in some kind of coaching capacity. I kind of expect him still to be around football. So it's just a shock that he's gone. I know, Rich. You want to say? I don't know what, what, what you want to say. <clears throat> yeah, I, you know, I haven't heard how he died either. I, it's, I don't even know if anybody has said anything yet. Um, you know, it's a little strange. But yeah, he was great. I mean, he's the greatest, probably the greatest up to this point sack artist the Steelers have ever had. Now he doesn't hold the Steelers sack record, but I I would think he was probably the greatest pass rusher we've ever had. Um, he was pretty amazing, and um, he had I think he was on one side and he had Greg Lloyd on the other, and just another great tandem of outside linebackers and a long history of great outside linebackers for the Steelers and a bigger than life personality, really big personality kind of reminded me of, um, uh, Hulk Hogan, the wrestler sometimes, <laughs> you know, cause he just was a you know, real big type of personality and just slightly corny sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of corny vibe. Anybody you've ever heard talk about the guy, just a really great guy, really loved by his teammates. You know, just um, and it's it's brutal. Fifty eight years old, you know, had a lot of life left. And, and yeah. man, I can't imagine what happened to him. But um, rest in peace and prayers to his uh, to his family. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's funny you mentioned that, Rich. I was um, as you said that I was looking at a picture of him holding arms with Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So but, uh, his peak, I mean, you got kind of he did years with the Steelers but I had some good years elsewhere as well with the Jets but I mean do you kind of associate that that time as being like now almost in the or what we're heading into is a mediocre kind of offensive production and awesome defensive production sort of similar right yeah uh, yeah that's that is very similar I mean as people forget you know Steelers had some fantastic defenses it were very very much Super Bowl worthy and if we had had you know a little better than average offense, we could have won more Super Bowls. I mean, we had some great, great defenses, and we just didn't have the quarterback to lead our offense, unfortunately. And that goes back to the old Marino thing. What would have happened if we would have drafted Marino? We'd have more Super Bowls, but then again, that changes history completely. You know, maybe we never get Roethlisberger in the draft because the team's history is completely changed. So it's it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Sad news. Fly effect to the NFL. Yeah. Well, uh, I think we'll wrap it's it up. It's not all sad news, though. Well, oh, it's not oh, all sad news because oh, we've got uh, oh. one, one of us is now a slightly changed life, haven't they? Oh. Recently. Rich, I don't know if you want to share your good news or not. Is that private? You want to get that sure. personal? I, I can share it. My, my son, um, he and his girlfriend just had a uh, baby girl. And uh, uh, did, did, you, did you meet those guys? I did, yeah, she's 
the last couple nights they've come over and I've spent a lot of time with her. Yeah. Yeah. She's, oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah. She's got, she has my son's eyes and just, uh, yeah, she's awesome. And, and it's really good for my son too. Cause he's, uh, you know, he's, he's accomplished some things in his life, you know, to be proud of, but I, 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 I've never seen him proud or I've never seen him really this proud of something, you know, in his life. So it's really good to see. And, and, he, you know, he loves her to death and, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be good for him, I think. And, uh, yeah, she's awesome. You're looking forward to, uh, watching her grow up. Great. Yeah. Welcome to the newest member of Steelers nation. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. His presence coming. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, on the season ticket waiting list. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, dude. Nice man. Well, we're all really pleased for you. So it's great. I'm pleased for Sage and pleased for you know, pleased for everything that's that, that's happened. It's nice news for you know everything that's going on in the world. It's nice to have something like that positive. Absolutely. Cool. Awesome. Do you, do you ever think that now, like kids that are born this year and in, you know the, the next couple of years, they'll look back at this time and sort of say, "Wow, I, I was born." It's such a kind of weird, crazy time you know yeah 2020 i mean that's going to conjure some memories for a lot of yeah. people when you say that's your birthday yeah yeah definitely yeah so yeah an interesting one so we'll keep an eye on that uh, <laughs> is, is there going to be a time when like kids come to their grandparents and go hey dad, hey granddad tell me about 2020 you were in that right you know it's like yeah. like how we did ask ask our grandparents during the second world war or whatever the only thing i can <laughs> say is i hope so i really hope so and it's not <laughs> forgotten because everything else has gone to shit 2021, well, 22, well, whatever it is. Come sit, child, while I tell you about the podcast I did during the pandemic. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, before the aliens arrived. Yeah. <laughs> well, the tectonic plate shift and the reversal of the magnetic poles and everything else. Oh, God. You've been doing the doomsday scenarios, have you? <laughs> I'm never far away. <laughs> right. Let's, let's wrap up there. We've done a pretty quick one um, today. Not quite the 40 minute episode that I'm, I'm chasing, but we'll get there one day. Um, <laughs> follow the show at UK Steelers Pod. Follow me at Cy Wrote This. Follow Dave at This Is Dave Hart and Gav at GM Boom Up all on Twitter. And follow Rich on Instagram at Stunt underscore Batman. Uh, and we'll see you next week, uh, I guess, hopefully. <laughs> the dwindling few of you that are left and are still interested in listening to this uh, <laughs> losing podcast. Um, at 11 and. No, 12 and 3, right? Can't stay this. Don't make me look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Bye, guys. Go, 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 go,